Welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam Hind and in this episode, I am interviewing a gorgeous human being, the amazing Jamie Jablonski from Zaya Active. In recent months, Zaya has come into our country in Australia, a brand new direct selling company. And Jamie is going to share a little bit of the story behind this amazing company and her journey in the direct selling business. Jamie has built an amazing business and she has been through the ups and downs, the twos and fro's and those questions we have to ask ourselves, of course, as we go through business growth and have to make some tough decisions. Jamie's no stranger to those tough decisions and she shares in this episode her journey and how she's got to where she is today. I'm really excited about what this company is bringing and the growth that it's currently going through. So I know that if you are in the direct selling industry right now and you want to know what is going on out there, you're going to love to listen to this episode. I know you'll take loads of golden nuggets from Jamie's story. So grab your tea or coffee, grab your pen and paper, tune on in and enjoy. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam, and today I'm joined by the gorgeous Jamie Jablonski from Zaya. Welcome on in. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. This is so much fun. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. I'm super excited to chat with you because uh, there is so much stuff happening in your space right now and this incredible company uh, that you're a part of. Um, but Jamie, just by introduction, you're a, a double Zaya executive. I feel really privileged that I, I get the honor of having you on our podcast today to speak to our beautiful listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about you, your business? What does your title mean? Tell us a little bit about Jamie. Absolutely. You know, I've been in the direct sales industry for a long time, 20 plus years. Wow. And it's just been something that fit my life, you know, and I have two kids. So now it's, it works around my life. I'm, you know, able to have flexibility. My kids are still young. They're six and nine. My husband is a basketball coach. So his life is busy for six months out of the year minimum. So I am kind of like a single mama at home and, uh, direct sales has been such a good fit for my life because I'm very independent and I, I love it. You know, I loved it before kids. I love it with kids. And my position, you know, I've been in, direct, in, in this company for three years and Double Zai Executive is towards the top of the ranks. And it's like the top 1% of the company. And it's a, such a pr- privilege to be there in such a short period of time. The business has really taken off and I just feel really blessed to be a part, a part of it because it's exploded in Canada, now Australia. It's been yeah. so fun. So we're going to talk about that in a second. I'm really excited to dive on in and hear a little bit more about what Zaya Active has been up to. But before we get to there, you mentioned that you've been in the industry, direct sales for over 20 years. I think I had on my records here is uh, 22 years. Is that right? It is. Yes. I can't believe it. <laughs> amazing. But I'm really curious. Do you remember what it was that made you originally take that leap into this industry in the first place? You know, I really did not know much about the industry at all. I had just graduated from college and I was working in a job I didn't like. You know, Mm -hmm. I've always loved clothing, style, fashion. 
So I was working in retail and I was working nights, weekends, holidays, crazy hours, not getting paid well. I just was, I just didn't know what I was going to do next. Always knew I wanted to open a business. And when an opportunity came to me, I'm like, well, I don't really know much about it. Sounds cool. I get to work for myself. People train me for free. I'm going to give this a try. Yep. So I was, I kind of didn't know what I didn't know at that point in my life, but it's taken me on a really great path. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like it's the best thing. You know, I've, I often think about this uh, with, you know, similar situation, my very first ever job after I, um, so I'd been in direct sales for a number of years, but because I'd grown up in a small country town, I didn't have a lot of that world experience. And when I moved to the city to get my first full-time job that my parents had pushed me to go and do, I took a door-to-door sales job because I didn't know any better. And it was the best experience I could have ever had. The mo- It was the most confronting experience I could have ever had. But if I knew what I was getting into, I don't think I ever would have done it. And, you know, I, I think there's so many people that, that probably are resonating with what, what you're saying right now, because this industry to a degree does get a little bit of a stigma about it, which I think stops people taking that leap into an industry that is literally life-changing as, you know, you, you're going to be sharing a little bit about today. Absolutely. So, I'm keen to hear. I mean, Zaya uh, Active has just launched in Australia literally weeks ago. I think it's only weeks, right? We're like baby company here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those that don't know about this amazing company yet, can you give us a little rundown and tell us, you know, what 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 is the company and what can we expect to see from Zaya in 2022? Absolutely. You know, this is something I get so excited to talk about because it ha- I think the word that comes to mind is explosive. Like that's what it's going to happen in the, both the United States and Canada, which we started in the U S five years ago. We just had our five year anniversary at the beginning of this month. Oh, congratulations to Canada a year and a half later. Thank you. And, and now into Australia and everything has just exploded. Things have gone so much faster and gotten so much bigger than the company ever imagined that they would, you know, in the time. And the company itself is athletic and athleisure wear company is the first in this field. We hadn't seen any direct sales companies that were specific to that at a high quality. So think of Lorna Jane, think of Lululemon, high quality pieces, but at a lower price point. So you're getting, uh, you're able to afford these pieces a little bit more, but you're getting a really, really high quality piece. And the customers I already have that are in Australia are absolutely raving about the items. I mean, the quality, the, just the feel, the softness of the fabrics, um, how well our leggings stay up. So I think the thing that sets us apart though, and, and what you're really going to be excited to see is that we are unique and that we launch eight to 15 new items every single Thursday. We call it. Oh my goodness. Thursday or All right. Know, this sounds Thursday. <laughs> so dangerous right now. <laughs> I need to stay away because I think this is going to be, I hope like Greg won't listen to this podcast, fingers crossed. So when all the packages start arriving, he's not going to know what's, what's hit him. (laughs) Right. Seriously. And, and that's what keeps our customers coming back because they just, they love what they have and they see something new and it's like, oh, I have to have that piece too. So makes it really fun. I love it. And from, look, from one active wear lover to another, I have to know what's your favorite piece in the range right now? Hands down, and from the very beginning, when I first put them on, it's our light and tight leggings. I, I literally wear them almost every single day for my workouts. 
they, we call them magic pants. They <laughs> if they stay up in their leggings, I think they Yeah. <laughs> smooth you out. They hold you in. They, uh, they're just incredible. Like when women, I used to do home parties before COVID hit. And when I would watch a woman walk out of the bathroom after putting a pair on, I'm like, oh, she, she's feeling good. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> she feels good in those leggings. And so I love that they give women confidence and they make women feel good in their body, no matter where they are on their, their health or fitness journey. Yeah. I love that. And I've got to say like a good pair of leggings, you can't really go wrong. Right. I mean, <laughs> we, we had a little bit of a giggle the other day about the fact that when we started going back to in-person speaking in events, I had to start thinking about pants again because I literally just went for leggings every day. It was leggings and a shirt and a jacket. <laughs> I've got the best no. photo of Greg in his active wear bottom and suit top, um, which he doesn't know I've got, but we'll pull that out at some point. Maybe we'll even throw it into this episode just for fun. Oh, that's um, so great. But it's so true. Yeah. Are, you know, we're, we've gone to a very relaxed and comfy look. And so everybody's wearing it. <laughs> I really think you can't have enough leggings or active wear. I've decided that I'm going to make it official. Yeah. It, no woman has got enough of those things. And what I really love, like I'm, I'm looking at you here and our listeners are not going to see this, but those that are watching the video, you're actually wearing an active wear top and you look so beautifully dressed up. Well, that's what's unique is that we have athleisure style pieces that you can add to your wardrobe. So the, you know, the top that I have on is something that I, I really don't wear to work out, but I wear, I have about six colors of these. (laughs) (laughs) A true Um, woman. Yeah. And and I, I wear them underneath. I usually lay them under a jean jacket or, you know, a cardigan, add a necklace like I have on. And it's a great piece because it's got great coverage. You know, there's a lot of activewear pieces that, you know, show off your bra or, you know, different things. And this one has more coverage. And I think women appreciate that. But I do love that we have pieces that people can add to their wardrobe instead of, you know, feeling like this is a separate piece that has to be worn differently than anything else you have. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love it. Now you mentioned before that you're a mum, and you're obviously in a fast growing business, which means, you know, you've got a lot going on all the time right now, particularly, um, you're very involved in the launch that's happened in Australia. You've got team in Australia. So, you know, how have you maintained balance? I know that that's a crazy question because who can ever get to balance, but what do you do? How have you maintained balance in this current season between being a mom, life, business, but also keeping your own cup full at the same time? Oh, it's not always easy. And I am not always balanced. (laughs) I hope that um, our listeners here, like hear me on that, because I think there are seasons in our businesses and seasons in life where we are just out of balance. And as long as we're recognizing it and going, okay, this is just a season, let me get through it. And then I can come back to some better balance. Mm -hmm. That's the way that we have to think about it because it's just, this business is cyclical. You know, we're going to have times that are slower and times that are, you know, busier than others. And we have to kind of run with that. And I will say that the things that kind of keep me, keep my cup full though, I make sure I prioritize. And that is my daily workouts. I love working out just for my basement. It helps my body and my mind and my emotions. And that is good for both my mental and physical health. And um, I also like to be in a Bible study or do a daily devotional uh, to really get my mind right as well. So those are things that I I really try to make sure that I fit in. Those are kind of my non-negotiables. 
Yeah. Because there's there are seasons that are just absolutely crazy. I mean, there I remember there were times in 2020 where I was launching nine people and I had five parties going on at the same time. I mean, things were absolutely crazy. And I was working from morning till night. I was so excited. I could hardly sleep. You know, it was that kind of season. And then there's seasons that are much slower. Like I just got through a slower season and it felt, it felt good, you know? Yep. <laughs> so yeah, those ups and downs are really important. And sometimes we look at them and go, oh, I hate where I'm at right now. We actually just did a, a recording where we spoke about the ups and downs, the highs, the lows, the ebbs and the flows. And the thing is that it's the, it's, it's those moments where you're thinking, you know, am I in the right spot right now? You got to remind yourself that you're exactly where you need to be for good reason, because, you know, there might be a, a low coming or a high coming that you need to be prepared for. So, um, yeah, I think that's really great. And one of the things you said before, obviously you've been in the industry for a really long time. Um, you've seen so much in this industry and, and you've come as well from a, a different business. Obviously, Zaya is very new, but I'm just wondering, you know, as you have seen changes happen and evolve, you know, how have you seen this industry change over the years? What what have been your observations? And, you know, if I'm to throw a little bit of a um, a challenging question at you, you know, is there anything that you would change about the way that this industry has evolved over the last 22 years? Gosh, you know, I, I was with a company that had been around a very long time. And I think now they're like 55, 58 years in, in the direct sales industry. And because I was with that company for so long, I honestly didn't feel a lot of change. It was a company that was very consistent. They didn't change a lot of things. They did a lot of things very, very well. And so I was very content and happy with where I was. But what I started noticing more and more was that the industry was growing and growing and growing. There were more and more people coming into this space yeah. in all different avenues. And that was both frightening and exciting at the same time, you know, when you're in it, because you're like, okay, there's more competition, yeah. but you also know that there's enough people out there that are still wanting an opportunity like this. And businesses see value in this kind of model. And I think that that's something that is can easily be forgotten is that there's a, there is stigma. I think you just mentioned that there is stigma still about the direct sales industry. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I just last night I was, um, you know, scrolling through my stories and someone actually, um, had posted a link to a new, you know, business that they had started. Mm -hmm. And it's the first sentence that came out of this, this man's mouth. I was like, Oh, I just, I don't like him. I don't like him. Oh, and he tried to sell <laughs> the fact that he was not a direct sales company. And then he got through the whole presentation and he's sharing the rank advances and all of it. And I'm like, but you are. And he just, he just totally yeah. threw everybody else under the bus. And like, that's not okay because direct sales has mm -hmm. been phenomenal for so many people yeah. and it's helped so many people's lives. And I, I think it's an amazing industry. So yeah. I hope that it continues to grow and that there are more opportunities out there for people, both men and women, to be able to take advantage of it, honestly. Yeah, I think that's such a good point. And, you know, the thing that you, you're right, the thing that frustrates me too is that you see people jumping up and down, um, you know, I, either blatantly abusing um, position, uh, speaking ill of the industry, um, lying about where they're at, or 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 breaking rules, you know, not being compliant with either, you know, for mm -hmm. us, it's the TGA. If you guys, I think it's the FDA 
or even Facebook, you know, has got strict rules around how we need to conduct ourselves in a business sense in this industry. And what frustrates me is that when when somebody blatantly disregards those rules or, you know, um, gives the industry a bad name, it doesn't just affect them. It doesn't just affect even the the industry as, as, I guess, an industry itself. It affects individuals, people like you, me, others that are in the industry that are, you know, trying to run our own business. And, you know, I, I think that's something to really remember. Like if you're thinking, oh, can I get away with doing the wrong thing? Just remember, it's not just about you. Um, it has a ripple effect. And, you know, this is, you, you're so right. I'm, I'm, it's, it's so many people are so passionate about how incredible this industry is. And it really, really is. But there are some eggs out there that, you know, perhaps continue to give it a bad name. So yeah, I think it's good just to remember if you're listening and, and, you know, you've, you've seen people like that, just remember that not everyone in the industry is that way too. And I would say that that's a very small portion of uh, direct sellers out there that behave that way. There are also people who you contact and they're like, oh, I don't want to have anything to do with a pyramid, a pyramid. Oh yeah. You know, (laughs) And How do you, know you respond to that? Because this is, I don't know about for you guys over there, but, you know, for us here in Australia, this is one of the things that I know consultants are really afraid of getting asked because they know this isn't a pyramid scheme, but it's hard to know how to respond to that in a way that that is appropriate. You know, I have just learned to kill people with kindness. I respond in a, I usually try to ask a question. I, I usually will say something like, and it, you know, it's a cold message. So I usually don't know the person, yeah. but something like, oh, I totally hear you. It sounds like maybe you've had a bad experience. Did, have you had a bad experience in, in, you know, with somebody before? Cause I know that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, I think- because that's usually where it's coming from. I mean, there's yeah. some generic reasons why people think direct sales is weird, but usually somebody's had a bad experience with a, yeah. a person. Yeah, keeping in mind it's not about you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess the other thing to remember is, you know, our businesses are not, well, my business, your your business is not a pyramid scheme. And, you know, pyramid schemes are illegal. It, it's just that people are often confused about what they are. And they might have heard that pyramid schemes are bad, and they are, but that's not what direct sales is. So sometimes even asking the question, do you know what a pyramid scheme is, is, you know, worthwhile. But there are some really great, Actually, um, the the DSA itself has a really great video on what is a pyramid scheme that, you know, just a couple of minutes long that you can watch to help you understand the difference between this industry and pyramid sales as well. So if someone asks you that question, you've got a little bit of information there to go back with. But you're right, Jamie, you know, it's sometimes it's about their experience, not an attack on you. So asking questions and just, I love that whole kill kill it with kindness is is so great because really they're looking for connection, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you said before that you are prioritizing time in your business is really important. Can you tell me a little bit about getting you the best results? You know, when you're first getting started, the focus has to be on income producing activities. And if you have not heard that term before, you absolutely will. I call them IPAs. Income producing activities are booking, selling, and recruiting. And that's the only five in the beginning, but there's going to be a lot of resources that will help you with that. You know, social media is one of them, which is why we have this podcast. And so that's what's so so wonderful. Most of us use social media as a way of building our businesses right now, but focusing on those really basic things that get you results. So they bring in income because nobody wants to be working really hard in a business and not bringing in money. 
So if you focus on the right activities, then you will bring in the income that you want for your family. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's just a little bit of extra money with the hope of it turning into something more, but you have to start with focusing on the right things in order to get there. But as you continue to grow your business and you move into a leadership role, I have found that, you know, what I do changes and it changes from focusing on this to more of a team focus. And the things that I, that I focus on most are systems and duplication. Mm-hmm. If I, everything that I can do is duplicatable, then my business will grow faster and it will be easier. And if I have systems that I use that I can pass on to my team, I don't have to spend as much time coaching. I can literally just them into a system of training, of onboarding, of whatever it may be. And those things are priceless, yep. especially as you move into leadership. Yeah, awesome. So tell me, uh, when it comes to social media, you know, you use social media heavily in your business. Your business has now gone pretty much, at, like how, how, what percentage of your business is online versus in person now? 100%. Yeah. So in that transition, tell me a little bit about um, how you have moved your business into an online space. What does that consist of? You know, it was challenging. You know, my other business did not do online anything. They didn't teach us how to sell online. They kind of said, it's not really the right thing to do. They really wanted everything in person. So when I came into Zaya, I started home parties. That's what I knew. And so I was face to face. And then when COVID hit, I was like, what do I do? I, you know, uh, and I had to completely say, okay, I'm going to have to get uncomfortable. Yeah. I had never been on a live video. I had never posted a story before. I didn't have an Instagram account. I literally had to kind of start from nothing and just follow people and screw up and make mistakes and then try to get better. And I'm still not an expert. That is for darn sure. But I have found that consistency again is the key. I think it's the key to almost everything in life. I mean, it's consistent, you know, for your workouts, you have to be consistent to have a, a, a strong business. You have to be consistent to have people see you on social media, you have to be consistent. So So that's what I try to do. I try to be consistent every day in posting in my stories and in my VIP customer group. And that, you know, helps me just find my way. So uh, Jamie, you're using groups, you're using Mm -hmm. your stories. What, how else do you use your social media to grow your business? What are some key tips, I suppose, that you might be able to give our audience for growing a business on social media? You know, people still love lives. They love connecting with you. So I I do use uh, live videos a lot in my customer VIP group. That's just where I connect with them. I go on and and talk about products. I do style, you know, tips, things like that, that that people want. And I, I think that that's important because it shows your personality and, you know, people like to see who you are. And and sometimes I'm with the kids or they're coming in and out and things are crazy and all the (laughs) other moms are going... I'm right there with you. (laughs) You know, I totally understand because this is life, you know, we're at home, we're working and that is our business. And, you know, I, I use, you know, I use social media for everything. Our, my team chats, like messenger is like the number one place that I, um, communicate with my team. I use my stories to pull in new customers, but also to connect with my current customers there. So, I mean, I'm, I'm on social media all the time, mostly on Facebook is my, the platform that I have chosen to use. And it, I don't 
know what I would do if it failed. (laughs) So I hope Facebook keeps working because that's another conversation for another day. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. And we have tried other things thinking, well, what if it's not going to work? You know, what if we need to, you know, we've tried YouTube stuff and Instagram stuff and it's just, we always tend to come back to Facebook. If it makes you feel any better, you know, one of the things I do tell our students is that if Facebook fails tomorrow, there will be something else that will rise up in its place instantaneously that you will be able to switch to because um, that's how transitions work. But get familiar with Facebook because it's going to make it so much easier if and when that ever does happen. But I reckon we're probably right for a while yet. I think Facebook um, dropping out for that, was it I can't remember how many hours it was. It was maybe about six months ago. Facebook Mm -hmm. literally went down for maybe six or eight hours. And it was amazing to see the mass panic that that caused. Yeah, absolutely. Literally, we might have to do a podcast episode on that. What if? (laughs) We'll do a what if episode. (laughs) I know. And we play around with that, you know, because yeah, people need other options too. So we've done text Mm. parties and, you know, we've tried things. Yeah. But I don't think until some, my theory is work until things get chaotic and then find a new system. You know, don't create all your systems first and waste your time creating all this, you know, perfect stuff. Work towards chaos and then chaos will make you create a system that works for you. And it's just like that. Like if if it's still working, keep (laughs) using it. And if it goes into chaos, we'll find another way. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I feel like I work in chaos all the time. So I'm on track there. I'm doing (laughs) So I just want to touch on lives. I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here for a minute, but you were saying that you use lives a lot. And I love that where we're constantly preaching that lives are really important. They're favored by Facebook. They're real and relatable, which you touched on. But there are some things that you should and shouldn't do when it comes to lives. And you made mention that you you talk about things that your customers care about. So, you know, styling tips, et cetera. How do you, because, you know, this is a question we get a lot, you know, from people particularly that are starting out or maybe they're stagnant in their business and they ask the question, well, how do I know what they care about? How do I know what they want to see? How do you find that information out and how do you decide what they care about and what they don't? So what's going to be worthy of you doing on a live? That's a really good question. You know, I often ask, I, I, I just simply put a poll out there and I ask, mm-hmm. I say, you know, hey friends, tell me what you're most interested in, you know, seeing or hearing from me, you know, this week or next week or whatever. And I just put a poll and I I just list things. And I, that's what I talk about. I also just pay attention to who is, you know, what they're commenting on, what they're, when I post something, you know, how often are people interacting with that post? Mm -hmm. And I find that because, you know, it's a group designed for my business that I post a lot about product, but it's those posts that are about nothing about Zaya, you know, the you know, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream kind of post where I have 30 comments or 50 yeah. comments where before I'm getting three or four. So I have found that people like just normal life stuff. Yeah. And so I've also gone live and just said Q and a with Jamie. It's, you know, ask me anything, ask me anything about my fitness, ask me anything about my business, ask me about my family, my schedule, whatever this, we're just going to do a Q and a they get yeah. to just ask me questions. Yeah. And that's fun because that helps people get to know you. And yeah. it also gives you kind of the heartbeat of what kind of questions they're asking and what they yeah. really want. Yeah. It's really about listening, isn't it? Paying attention and listening. Um, yeah. And uh, when people do start to interact or they do respond to something that you do, 
take note of that. And, you know, people will say things like, oh, I can't believe it. I rocked up to do this thing that I've never really done before that I didn't think would work very well and everyone loved it. And uh, so this week I'm doing something else. It's like, why are you doing something else? You know, you just found out what they like. Take that, use it, run with it. So, yeah, I love that. The styling tips and that sort of thing and doing polls, you know, these are little features provided by Facebook to help you. So I love that you use those. Now, you also mentioned stories and you were saying that you use stories to connect with new people. Have you got a couple of tips for using stories effectively? You know, even just a couple of features that you use a lot that are really handy. You know, I have started posting a photo of myself wearing our gear every day after my workout. And I don't look cute. You know, I have no makeup on. I have just gotten my work. I'm not like all gross and sweaty. You know, I try to like stand and look cute at least, you know, but I, I, I just, I know, I'm not good at there. doing that. It's, I always yeah. look gross and sweaty after a workout. <laughs> <laughs> I might um, need tips on how to not look gross and sweaty after a yeah, workout. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I try not to do it like the second I'm done with my workout, you know, <laughs> um, cause I, I did do that in the beginning and I'm like, you know what? I really, it looks, it really looks gross. Yeah, like the I, red don't, face I don't know coffee, if people yeah. actually yeah, want to see that. So I want, I make sure that they see my outfit. Sometimes I'll put a plug to the outfit, you know, yeah. other times I'll ask a question. Like I think yesterday I asked the question, you know, um, did you get your workout or did you move your body today? I got my workout in. And I had so many people responding because I either will say, yes, got it done or nope, but will later today. And so, you know, it's fun to be able to interact and find out if people are, you know, on the same page as you. Yeah. And I like doing polls like that a lot. I, I yeah. like to pull people, um, you know, you don't want to do it in every single story, but have it there once a day where you're getting feedback from people because that allows you to then reach out to people. You know, and I just did one um, where I posted some recognition for my team. And I said, you know, do you receive recognition monthly from, you know, or weekly or monthly from your job? And I put, you know, um, something like, yes, I'm blessed to get lots of recognition, or I could use more of that in my life. And when people put, I could use more of that in my life, it opened a door for me to Mm. say, hey, have you ever been in direct sales? Yep. It's such a great industry to, you know, to have constant recognition and, you know, show appreciation for the job that you're doing. If you'd like to learn more, I'd love to share, you know, yeah. so it just opened up some, you know, a conversation and I love yeah. being able to do that through, you know, offering the polls. Yeah. So as simple as just, you know, taking a photo of something throughout your day, asking a little question every so often, like you said, not all the time. How many stories or story posts would you post a day on average? I'm doing about four to eight or 10, depends Mm -hmm. on the day. Yep. And do you schedule these or is this something that you tend to just do on the fly as you're going? It's more on the fly, but I really try to make sure that they're done so that I don't ever have a time where I have none. I mean, that happens once in a while. So I try to do it late morning, you know, after my workout, I try to take yep. that first photo of myself and that kind of puts me on a path to, okay, so what do creating I want to a new habit today? really, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's just, it's almost that habit of, you know, for some people, they've got to get in the habit of even taking photos for social media. It's like getting into a habit of creating yes. a story. Um, the thing I love about stories is they don't take as much thought and time as well. They're, they're only around, around for 24 hours. And so the great thing is that you can take the photo, you can put something up. You don't even need text on it some of the time. You just throw the photo out there. And yeah, it doesn't need, it doesn't need, you know, a caption that you've had to think for an hour about what are you going to say? And 
it's, yeah, it's, it comes and goes and it's sort of almost that behind the scenes, you know, window into your world that, that you use stories for. So I love that. I think that's a really simple way of incorporating that into your business and a very powerful way as well. You've obviously found that it's helped you significantly. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, it's important to share your story, whatever that is for Mm. me, it's been a workout journey. You know, I started, uh, when, when I actually changed careers, I really knew that I I needed to do something different. Like I just Mm. really felt in my soul that like I needed to make a change Yeah, and I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I heard nothing from God. I'm like, what? Well, so what am I just supposed to stay doing this, even though I don't feel like it's where I need to be. Yeah. But I heard him saying, you need to get your body back in shape. Mm-hmm. And I, I just disobeyed and disobeyed. And I, for years, I just, I just was like, so inconsistent with my workouts. And yeah. one morning, Mother's Day, I woke up, and I just went on a walk before my family got up. And the next day I did the same. And the next day I did the same. And it was amazing what happened? I started small and I built on my successes mm-hmm. because I have seen so many people come into changing their diet, their nutrition, you know, wanting to start a business where they try to go all in yeah. and they fall flat on their face because they can't, it's too much. Like you work mm-hmm. out and then you can't walk for three days or yeah. you try to hold 10 parties and you're like, I, I don't, haven't even seen my family. And you, there's a balance of trying to, you know, take it step by step. And so I share that story all the time on social media. Now I share my journey. I share that baby steps are important, that they build on each other and they compound. And, you know, now I'm in the best shape of my life because Mm -hmm. I have learned that skill of doing a little bit every day and then building on my success. And so I, I kind of teach that, but I think we, we all have a story and sometimes we're just afraid to share it. And that's what people are attracted to most, honestly, in the stories is not necessarily the clothes, but they want to, they want to hear about something you've overcome or, yeah. you know, they want to relate with you. And so but, if you yeah, can how you pull overcome. that out of you, you know, and, and connect with people that way. I think that more than anything, that's really what people want is they want to say, I want to be where you are, or you're inspiring me to do better, or mm-hmm. I can relate where you are, you know, and I want to follow you yeah. on this journey. Yeah. I love that so much. And I feel, uh, you know, even just hearing you talking about that, I'm going, yeah, like I totally get that. And even I feel, uh, you know, we've had chats before, but you know, it even helps me to connect because there's so many things I'm hearing now that I hadn't heard about you previously. And, you know, I, we, I actually did, um, um, we recorded our, our hundredth episode for the podcast, which we're super excited about. And, And through there, I talked about, you know, 10 of the lessons that I've learned over the last seven years in business. And one of those lessons is the importance of moving your body. And, you know, one of the things that I know is really challenging for people, particularly people that come in and meet myself or Greg and I for the first time, and they hear me talk about the fact that I'm training for a half marathon or, you know, we we, um, see a personal trainer every week. I run almost every day. We move ourselves a lot. But what's really interesting about that is it started in a very similar way to what you're talking about, Jamie. And what, you know, I really want people to see is that it it comes from baby steps. You know, for me, that started with walking, you know, 100 meters with a pram 10 years ago. um, And that helped me lose, you know, 10 kilos, which then as I moved up to 15 and then 20 and, and then, you know, learning, I'd never run a day in my life, but learning to run was a period, you know, quite a, a challenge, but it came in those little baby steps. It was around 100 meters, around 150 meters. And, so I love how you tie that into business and, and that that in itself 
needs to be, uh, you need to baby step through it. And that's huge because people often come into this industry because they've been inspired by a leader or someone who's doing amazing things and their sights are on, I've got to get there, not where am, where am I at right now? So, you know, in talking about all of that, you've probably already answered the next question, but, you know, somebody who's just starting their direct selling business, they're mm-hmm. at the beginning, or maybe they've been in the business for a while, but they've never actually got that momentum going and they still feel like they're at the start. You know, what advice would you have for them at this point? Well, for someone who has not started a business and they're thinking about it, you're like, you know, direct sales looks interesting, or, you know, you're listening to this podcast thinking, you know, activewear, that sounds fun to sell. <laughs> the number one thing I would encourage you to look at is who is going to be mentoring you? Is the person that you're going to be joining with capable of mentoring you and teaching you how to run a business? Do they have good systems? Can they show you the way? Do they have an onboarding process? Those are questions that you want to ask. So it's nice to like someone or to want to sign up with a friend, but I have found that who you join with is so important. I have seen great people join with people who didn't have leaders and then they didn't have systems and they didn't, you know, because not every company provides the finest training. They provide okay training, but it's really your leader, your mentor that provides you with that one-on-one that you're going to need. So that's what I would say. Number one is make sure that you are joining with someone that can, can help you move forward. And number two is make sure that you love the product or the service that you're offering. If you don't genuinely love it, you're going to have a very challenging time really promoting it well to friends and family at first, and then out to, you know, the rest of the world. So, um, but also, you know, making sure that you have uh, that you're also looking at like the comp is, the comp plan. Is it one of those comp plans that 24 pages long and you have no idea how you're going to make money? Or can you look at the comp plan and easily see how you're going to be able to bring in income? And is that comp plan scalable? Yeah. Can you come in and move up quickly? Can you make income right away? Those are questions that you want to ask because again, some comp plans are better than others and some are scalable and some are not as much. And so those are things that you want to look at. Um, As a new person, I would say, get started without thinking too much about it. (laughs) We think and think and think and think and think, and then we scare ourselves and we don't actually do what we're supposed to do. Procrastinate. (laughs) Immediately. Yes. Do not procrastinate because you want to just get the word out immediately. Let people know what you're doing. Launch your business. Do it afraid. And, you know, get, get things going right away because once you do, you're going to have a sale and then you're going to be excited. And then someone's going to say, well, can I host for you? And then you're going to have a party that you're going to hold and, and you're going to build momentum and don't be afraid to ask for a sale, you know, to offer a recommendation and ask for a sale. Don't be afraid to ask for a party. You know, I'm new in this business and I'm, and I'm excited. I'd love to offer you some free and half off or whatever your, your rewards are you know, would you host for me and introduce me to friends and family? You know, what do you think about this opportunity? Would you want to run with me with this? Like just putting it out there because when you're excited is the best time to share. Yeah, absolutely. Your excitement makes such a big difference. I love as well what you just said about do it afraid. I think I think that's so powerful. It's And you said before you had as well, you know, one of my favorite quotes that came from my very first ever business coach was 
get uh, comfortable with being uncomfortable. You said you realized that you had to get into social media. You're going to have to get uncomfortable and you actually embrace that. And I love that concept of do it afraid. You know, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be afraid. You're going to be a little worried because you don't know what's going to happen, but do it anyway. And um, yeah, don't overthink it. I love that so much, Jamie. I think that's fantastic. So, you know, you've worked with lots of people over the years. Actually, I just, one little question that popped into my head as you were talking then was, you said, you know, be very careful about who you put yourself under, you know, have someone that can mentor you and lead you. Let's just say we've got someone who's listening to this that goes, well, that's all good and well, but I don't, I'm in the business and I don't have someone that I'm inspired by. Maybe you're having some trouble with the team that you are a part of. And right now you just don't feel that connection. You don't feel inspired and motivated. Do you have any tips? What can they do? You know, like they don't necessarily want to leave the business and we wouldn't necessarily encourage them to do that, but what can they do if they don't feel that they've got someone leading them right now that that is going to take them to where they want to be? You know, I felt a little bit like that in my first business. You know, I had someone who um, brought me in and then she stepped down and then a couple other people stepped down and I passed the other people up and I didn't have a good mentor. And I had to kind of learn my way. Mm-hmm. But what I did was I tried to look at like my sideline sisters. So the people that were, you know, at the same place as me or just a little bit ahead of me. And even though they weren't in my direct line to just ask for help, to ask for, you know, to, to do something together, to collaborate in some way. And that was helpful for me, you know, just to be able to have someone that I could bounce ideas off of and just try to figure out and ask questions. You know, sometimes it was simple as like, can you just tell me the words to say to get a booking right now? I just feel like I'm lost for words, Mm -hmm. you know, just a simple script. So I bet, you know, someone Mm -hmm. in, you know, within your organization that you've watched on social media that you could just reach out to and say, Hey, you know what? I don't, I don't have someone mentoring me that closely right now. Could we do a quick phone call? Could you just answer a couple questions for me through chat? And I bet there's people out there that would be willing to help you, Yeah, Um, you know, because, you know, I know I do. I know I've had people reach out to me. And I'm willing to help. I know not everybody is. And mm-hmm. at some point though, if you are really not getting the help you need, sometimes you do need to look at your situation and go, okay, am I going to be able to move forward and, and look at the reality? Because I didn't see the reality in my first business. I kept hitting walls and hitting walls and hitting walls for years. And I think my family would have told me if I wasn't so enthusiastic about you know what I was doing you know, 15 years after I'd started, mm-hmm. Jamie, it might be time for you to move on and try something new. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept believing that I was just going to get ahead years after year, after year, after year. And I wasn't, and maybe it just wasn't the right path anymore. You know, so that does happen occasionally, but most of the time there's someone that can help you because you already love what you're doing. And if you love what you're doing, you'll figure it out. Yes. So true. And I, I think that's so important, Jamie, that's a great piece of advice. But I would even expand that a little further and say, I reckon you'd probably know someone or that there's someone out there who's not even with your company. The thing about leaders is that they lead because they want to help others be successful, not because, you know, Mm -hmm. it's all about how they gain. True successful leaders in this industry are people who are all about building others up and leading by example. And so what you'll find is the vast majority of those leaders out there in any direct selling company, those that have been around for a little while are actually so happy to, and in fact, feel grateful to be able to help others, even if they're not in their same business. And so 
do reach out, you know, pay attention. You know, it's one of the reasons we've got our beautiful social media for direct sellers community is what we find happens in there. And we love so much is that people are actually helping one another. Someone can ask a question and everyone piles in and shares their experience. And it doesn't matter what company they're from. Everyone is equal there. And there are so many locations you can find people like that. But of course, you know, I will always give a plug to our community if you need a community like that. But yeah, reach outside of your company. It doesn't even have to be a leader with the company that you're with if if there's not someone suitable. But such great advice, Jamie. I love that. Now, last question before we get into the fun ones here. Um, what do you, you've seen so many people in this industry, you know, come and go. You've had people in your team. You've observed people in other teams and other businesses. You know, what do you believe is one of the key things that sets those apart uh, that sink or swim in this industry? I really believe it is creating duplication. You know, I, I don't think that I truly understood that in my first business. Yeah. I think that people told me, but didn't model it. And so I didn't get it until I changed, you know, sometimes you don't, you need a new perspective to, to mm. be able to see things. And I have really learned the importance of that, that if you are doing something that is way different. That's, you know, like you have a special skill in speaking or whatever, whatever it may be, and you can do something that others can't, then how are they going to follow you? Yeah. Creating something that is duplicatable that people can, you know, really just work right from the systems that you have. And then, and then besides that systems, you know, the, the team that I'm on is absolutely incredible as a leadership team. We've chosen to work together we meet together weekly. We do projects that fit our personalities and our skill sets. Mm-hmm. And we do what's good for the greater whole of our entire organization. Yep. And that is really unique. And I encourage you to really collaborate with uh, you know other leaders if you are a leader yeah. in this industry because it makes such a difference. Yeah. And we have a whole business school. You know, you yep. come in, you go into our, you know, our business school 101 to how to launch, and then it's 102, then it's 201. And then we can build you all the way up into your, till a top leader in, in our business school 501. And that's really unique, you know, and to be able to have a system where you can kind of plug people in and let them flow through it, then ask questions and do one-on-ones when necessary. Mm. To me, that's priceless. I mean, that that's the way to build a sustainable business that saves you, you a tremendous amount of time and energy. Yeah. Uh, even just hearing about that, it makes me just, you know, those little pangs of, I really miss being in this industry, but you know, it's so true. It's that it is the duplicatable, but it's also, you said, you know, like if you've got like a key skill or something like that to be mindful that that, you know, might be something others can't do, but I don't think what you're saying is don't use those skills. I think what you're saying is, you know, don't try and encourage others to be what you are because that's unique. But think about the things that everybody needs to do to be successful in this business. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So, all right, jumping into our fun questions here, my my favorite part of all. First question is, what's your favorite book for us to add to our accelerator book list? Oh, the one that comes to mind, which is kind of my life story, is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Ah, nice. It teaches you to make those baby steps. And in in the process, you're going to see big results. And I mean, the concept is, to me, it's just brilliant. And most people don't understand it. Yep. Love it. All right. And next question is, if you could have a superpower, any superpower, what would it be and why? I could have any superpower. 
you know, I would, I would choose to do what Jesus did and heal. I would want to heal people. Oh, heal what a good one. Mental and physical ailments. I mean, wow, that is so not one that's come up, this, but what a great one. I love that. People are just hurting. I just feel that so much right now that yeah. there's so many people sick and not doing well. And I would, I would love to have a superpower to heal. <laughs> love that. And what about your favorite quote? Oh, you know, there's one that I, that I heard actually from my previous company. It was a trainer. And she said, uh, when you have a goal with a deadline, you're often willing to do things that you would not normally be willing to do. And in the process, other people's lives are blessed. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a powerful one. I like that. So when you've got a goal with a deadline, you'll do things that you wouldn't otherwise be willing to do. And in the process, um, other people will be blessed. Yes. Cause so many times we are afraid to do stuff, but when the goal is so important, we choose to do more than we ever thought we were capable of even doing. And then, you know, that might be reaching out to someone for prospecting and then you just recruit your your best person who's eternally grateful because she just found a business that's great for her life, you know? Gina, that actually so. reminds me, you were saying before that you'd listened to the Mitch and Mills episode that we did a little while back. And one of the things that Mitch and Mills taught Greg and I is that with any goal that you have, and I think they might've spoken about it in the podcast as well, with any goal that you have, you need to also write down why that goal is important. Why? What will that do? What will it change? Why does it matter to you? Um, and when you write down reasons why you want to achieve that goal, I think that's where it really ties into what you're saying, because it's not just about some pie in the sky, you know, number that you've thrown out there or level that you need to get to. It's about what, what it's actually going to do and how it matters. And, you know, when you get that, yeah, I think that's so true what you're saying. You'll do so much more than you otherwise would have because suddenly it means so much more as well. Super powerful. I love that. All right. Last question. If you could go back in time and say one thing to your past self, Jamie, what would that be? Oh my goodness. Um, You can't say buy shares in Zoom because it's come up far too many times. (laughs) I think maybe I've already said it, which is why did you stay so long in a place where you were just hitting your head against a wall for so Mm -hmm. long and not really moving forward and not really feeling satisfied? I think because this industry is so we're, we're just about it's rah, rah. And, you know, you have a team and you all, it's like yeah. kumbaya kind of, you know, you, you feel safe and secure yeah. and that's how I felt. And I loved the company, but I really wasn't succeeding to the ability that I believe I was capable of, mm-hmm. but I really liked everybody around me and it kept me there for way too long. And, yeah. you know, I wouldn't necessarily encourage someone to leave what they're doing, but if you sense that, that something is not right and that you, you know, aren't moving forward, there might, a change might be necessary and people are afraid of change. You know, my husband and I have had a lot of change. We, when he graduated from college, he was an engineer, mechanical engineer. And then he chose to go into coaching basketball. So he went from making great income to making nothing. And Mm -hmm. my direct sales business supported him. And that was something that, you know, our friends were like, wow, that's so cool that he gets to do something that he loves and you're supporting him. And then, you know, you, we flipped the switch, you know, his, his coaching was doing well. And I'm like, you know, I need to switch industries. Like something is calling me to do something different. And he was able to support me as I built my Zaya business. And Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that we made those big changes because we really felt like we were being called to do something different. And 
it's easy to get stuck. It's easy to stay in the same place. And I know, Sam, you have had, you've had changes and they've been great for your life. And, but you took a leap of faith many times to be able to do what you're doing. And it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's really powerful, Jamie. And, and thanks for sharing that. I think there's lots of people out there probably listening right now going, you know what, like I am feeling a little stuck right now. And uh, I like what you said about if there's something inside of you telling you something. Do you know, one of the things I've learned, particularly as a mum, but also as a business owner over the years is my gut instinct is the thing that I have by default trusted the least. And yet it's the thing that's right the most. And it's, to me, my gut is actually God talking to me. It's that's something it took me a long time to realize is that that's there for a reason. And if I'm not tuned into that, then I'm going to be shown the things I need to be shown in a different way and usually a much more painful way eventually. So that, that internal exactly. um, that internal speak dialogue, like there's so much more to you than, I, than you, you uh, give yourself credit for. Listen to your gut. And like you said, Jamie, you've, you've had instances where you've gone, I probably should have listened to myself a long time ago. So yeah, I think that's really yes. powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, look, I have loved this chat today and I'm sure that our listeners have also got so much out of this. So I just want to say a huge thank you so much for taking the time out to join us. It's been really beautiful having you on here today, Jamie. Thank you. The same. I absolutely love talking with you. Love your energy. It's been so fun. So Jamie, look, I am super excited to check out Zaya. I can't wait to have a look at your amazing products. And as you know, I love activewear, so I'm all over it. But if our listeners want to check out what you do, if they want to connect with you or, you know, like me, they want to go shopping, how can they reach out to you? Probably the best way would be to connect with me in my customer VIP group on Facebook. So we can include that. And then I can put a link to my website as well. But if you join my Facebook group, I would love to offer you a discount, um, free shipping, something like that to thank you for, you know, just being on and listening. And I will make sure that I put some questions in. So when you come in and join the group, it will say, where did you meet me? And just, you know, you can put the direct selling podcast or Oksana. Oksana, yeah. (laughs) A little bit of a confusing Um, one. Whatever, you know, one of those two things. So I know that you listen here and then I would love to offer you a discount. But I do um, live product reviews. I uh, do some small fitness challenges. I do lots of giveaways. Um, I share our weekly new releases in my group. So it's really fun. It's a fun community. I love that. All right. We're going to put those in the show notes, everybody. So grab those and you'll be able to get those links as well. Really blessed to be able to chat with Jamie today. Check out Zaya. Uh, they are brand spanking new in Australia. Super exciting to see what happens for them over the coming year. And uh, I'm certainly going to be hitting you up for some active wear, my favorite thing in the whole world. So I'm <laughs> all over it. But guys, look, we look forward to seeing you again on the podcast next week. Bye for now. God bless. And again, thank you for joining us, Jamie. Yes. Thank you, everybody. See you guys. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.